Hello, and welcome to Fairfax 50 Plus, a series featuring discussions on issues, services, and activities of interest to residents 50 and over. I'm your host, Jim Person, and on this edition of Fairfax 50 Plus, we'll discuss the county's Golden Gazette. It's a monthly 24-page newspaper that covers news to use for older adults in Fairfax County. Now, the Gazette is now celebrating its 40th year of publication. And with us today to discuss the history and future of the Golden Gazette are the editors, Retha Lockhart and the former editor, Becky Adams. Retha has worked for Fairfax County for over 39 years, starting as assistant editor and then was promoted to the editor way back in 1989. And when she left to work as a social worker, Becky Adams came on board as the editor. And then when Becky retired in 2010, Retha came back on as editor. So hopefully you guys followed all that like I did. Uh, their intertwining careers, though, have uh, ensured that this durable little publication continues to provide older residents with pertinent county news as well as timely health, wellness, and service information. And Retha and Becky, we certainly thank you both for being on uh, Fairfax 50 Plus with us. Thank you for having me. I was going to say, you're supposed to say yes or hi or welcome or something. (laughs) Jump on in there. Don't be shy. So that's kind of interesting. I mean, uh, one and then the other and then back to the other. I mean, you guys like each other, I assume. We're a great team. (laughs) We are. We've always worked very well together, and we both have interest in publishing and writing and older adult services. Yeah. Well, that's a good combination to have for this for this thing. Uh, the The Golden Gazette is a, a newspaper publication. Yes. Okay. Yes. And I'm a, I'm I'm not. It's not sexist is the word I'm looking for. Stereotyping, I guess. Am I stereotyping and assuming that a newspaper is what? 50-plus community wants, and that's the reason that it's now celebrating its 40th year? Yes, the Golden Gazette is unique as far as um, publications for older adults in the metro area. And the Area Agency on Aging wanted to provide a publication for adults 60 and older, and now also for their caregivers, to inform them of all the services and resources available to them in Fairfax County. Mm-hmm. And you started as, Retha, you started as an assistant editor yes, with the publication, correct. okay, and then moved up to editor. What, what are the type of things you're looking for as an editor of the Golden Gazette? Is it based on personal experience over your years with it, or are there requests from readers that say we want to know about this? Or how is, I guess, how is content for this newspaper determined from an editorial standpoint? Actually, from all of the above that you mentioned. Hmm. Um, I've been in the agency a long time, and I also was in the intake unit for a while. So that is where people call to see what services are available for themselves or their parents or grandparents. Hmm. So I, you, know, you learn the needs of the community at that point. Um, also, we do get comments from readers. We did a reader survey a few years ago, hmm. and that was very telling as to what they prefer, what they enjoy, and what they rely on. Mm-hmm. We just want to get the information out to that age group um, about things that they may not know or may not be able to access that information elsewhere. Right. What, what were some of the things that you learned from the survey or the things you can think of off the top of your head, like articles or information or things that, that the readers wanted that was maybe more overwhelming than, than some of the other things? They really favor the legal columns, huh. um, articles on finances, um, the Medicare updates, because oh, yeah. as we all know, those can change, and there are yearly events in Medicare that people have to be aware of. Right. That's a popular um, topic. 
also the consumer issues and especially mm. scams, articles yeah. on scams. Yeah. Becky, when, when I think you retired in 2010, Correct. I think, so not, not too many years ago. Same kind of trend, same kind of interest that you saw when you were editor? Oh, absolutely. Um, I, I think there's really no other place they can get it. It's not going to be published in the Post, and it's not going to mm. be published in the other uh, papers. And one thing we found during the first survey we did was that there are an awful lot of people who don't get a daily paper. Interesting. Uh, so that was that was a that was a revelation to me because I I love getting the daily paper, but right. they have no other way to get this information. It's uh, I don't know how many people you know. Uh, you know, watch. It's not going to be on the news. It's just not going to be around the local stuff, and they mm -hmm. don't know how to make contact. And it's daunting to call the county and yeah. try to figure out who to call. Right. So that was right. a, um, something that surprised me. It, it, you think the Golden Gazette is a newspaper then that's it's read and kept? It's kind of like a resource as opposed to ah, I read it and then I put it in the recycling bin. Uh, I certainly <laughs> think so. <laughs> Would you want to tell the story that uh, Grace was telling us about her, her mother kept all her issues? Yes. Um, her mother had a stack of many, oh, wow. many Golden Gazettes. Wow. And in her case, she said it was for if she needed to use the services of one of the advertisers because she felt if it was in the Golden Gazette, it was hmm. a good company. Interesting. I've had feedback from readers as well. Um, they do like to keep them for future reference if there are phone numbers in there about oh, yeah, services yeah, and programs yeah. or recurring events that happen annually. Yeah, interesting. You mentioned um, advertising, and I really hadn't, hadn't thought about that. It, it is a publication that does have advertising, so people are paying to be in the Golden Gazette to reach this targeted population, which from an advertising or an advertiser standpoint is money well spent because they're targeting their, their money to reach a particular audience. I think you just answered the question of how it helps the reader, though. But is it a need to have the advertising to fund the publication? It is. Um, the advertising was started, I believe, in 1992. And it may have been 1990. Um, and it was done to offset the cost of production. But we try to keep the content versus ads at a good balance mm -hmm. so that we have more content than advertisers. Mm -hmm. So, Becky, it sounds like the advertising started or was just in place about the time you were About the time editor. That, that I came. Yeah. And it uh, came during a period of uh, uh, county budget cuts. Mm, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we basically had to um, support ourselves, mm -hmm. uh, which is why I came. And we thought it was going to be difficult, that people wouldn't like it, but it w we were surprised that they Turned did. Turned out to be positive. Uh, and I think the advertisers get a good deal. I think I'm, I'm sure your rates are a lot less than some of these slick uh, magazines and things like that. And because it's senior specific, I mean, what could be right. you know, more appropriate? Yeah, the advertisers feel that it's a good good price, a good cost, and they um, because it's a targeted audience. Yeah, as opposed to just some general publication. Yes. Yeah, you never know. 24-page newspaper, 24 pages mm -hmm. every month. Mm -hmm. um, sounds kind of daunting to have to come up with all that material every month. You're both shaking your head yes. So it's, I mean, it's, it's a challenge, but it, but it always seems to happen. It is a challenge, but it's very rewarding when you do find things that you know the readers will appreciate or need to know. And I look at it like a puzzle in some ways because I want to put it together in such a way that it's very readable and important information 
and that they will want to read from cover to cover. And mm-hmm. so far, Becky did such a great job, and they seem to continue to like it that much. Mm-hmm. And I think one of you touched on some of the articles, but could could both of you kind of just chime in and talk about again some of the some of the things that you look for? Are there seasonal topics, or are there things you're going to do at the same time every year? How do you come up with the the article topics? You know, just kind of behind the scenes look at at putting together this from the from the editorial content perspective. Well, Rita, we'll start with you and then Becky. Okay. There are seasonal things that we have to include, that we want to include every season, mm. as well as the annual events that I mentioned earlier. But we also want to be sure that we are on top of any new information or new programs or new scams that the readers need to know about. Becky, any thoughts? I think, well, I think the other thing that uh, we've managed to uh, attract uh, some authors, uh, like the legal column, and they were practically uh, competing to be allowed to put oh, articles yeah. in the Golden Gazette. Sure. And that's one of the most popular topics. So it's very nice to have an article written every single month by a, by an attorney. Right. And uh, they know all the rules, how many words they're allowed. And right. Good content. You don't have to write it. <laughs> I don't have to write it. <laughs> Just uh, dot the I's and cross the T's. Yeah. So that's a very nice thing that, that people have always, always liked. Yeah. And uh we keep our eye out for uh, ongoing things like seminars and things, and certainly, and we certainly feature, uh, you know, a lot of the uh, county um, things that have mm. no other way of really reaching the sure. public. I mean, a lot of people, I don't think, uh, I don't have cable. Maybe I'm the last person in Fairfax who doesn't, but I don't think that a lot of people go on cable TV to see what's going on the county within this age group mm. as much. Maybe they do. Mm. Interesting point. We're talking with uh, Retha Lockhart and Becky Adams, uh, editor and former editor of the Golden Gazette uh, newspaper here on the Fairfax 50 Plus podcast. And interesting to kind of get a behind-the-scenes look at putting together a a monthly 24-page newspaper with articles and advertising. And I guess uh, a, a question, when it started to today, 40 years, 40th anniversary, I'm sure there's been changes in how it's how it's done as as we're continuing our, our behind the scenes look so what what kind of changes in in producing this monthly newspaper have there been a lot when i started as assistant editor it was typed the articles were typed on a typewriter oh wow we then progressed to a word processor but the articles were actually cut out and glued down on boards oh yes and thank goodness we moved on and finally got the software. We use desktop publishing software, okay. which makes it much easier. Oh, yeah. So it has definitely evolved over the years. Yeah. Becky, what were you doing? <laughs> well, I just wanted to cut. When I came here, I came from the private s- sector, and I'd been um, home for a while and was joining, rejoining the workforce. And I was uh, stunned by the... Uh, primitive tools that were available <laughs> right, here to right. do this. I mean, it was really a, a cut and paste thing that uh, I don't know how Retha did it every month. And uh, it was really amazing. So it was really wonderful when we got the proper word processing programs mm-hmm. and um, made, it, made it look slick instead yeah, of something yeah. that had been done in a you know, a home, home <laughs> church basement or something. On a mimeograph machine, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, okay. Stone, stone age. <laughs> <laughs> the key thing, though, is the content. Right. Getting the information yes. out. Yes. Yeah. Um, you mentioned a survey, and I think part of the survey is getting feedback 
from readers about how they like the publication? I mean, I don't know if you have any of that off the top of your head or any anything available that you could share, reader comments. I mean, have they obviously they're finding it helpful since the publication is continuing on. Yes. The, the survey was very positive. We were pleasantly surprised at how many <laughs> readers did respond to the survey. Mm-hmm. They could have responded online or through the paper copy in the mail, which most of them did the paper copy. Oh, wow. Um, it's very popular. They, as I said earlier, they rated the articles that they find most helpful mm-hmm. and that they enjoy the most. Surprisingly, one thing that surprised me was the gardening article is very popular among that age group. Oh. We have a gentleman who is a a gardener and a foodscaper, as he likes to be called, and he contributes an article each month for that column. And it's very popular with our readers. Some of the comments that we have received yeah. recently are that they find it very helpful and a unique publication with information no, that they yeah. cannot find anywhere else. Yeah, yeah. One of our advertisers is a physician, and he has a home care company. And he sent a very nice letter stating that that he and his company have gotten extremely great results from advertising in the Golden mm-hmm. Gazette. And they, being senior citizens themselves, mm-hmm. enjoy the Golden Gazette as well and find it very helpful and Double benefit, yeah, double so benefit. That was very nice yeah. to hear from an advertiser and a reader. A couple of questions along that line. You've mentioned a couple of times, both of you, about having articles written and submitted by experts in different fields. Um, is there a capacity limit? Is there, um, uh, not for the length of the article, but for the, I guess, the number of experts or the norm, 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 number of articles that be, could, um, number of experts or number of columns that could be in a, in a, in a publication? Yes, we have policies for pretty much everything, okay. <laughs> which is necessary. And we have um, a policy for article submission. Okay. And so we submit, we send that to anyone who requests to have an article published. Okay. And it's very clear how they have to submit them. Um, it's up to us whether or not we accept it or publish it. Gotcha. However, their guidelines are that they, they have to be somewhat of an expert mm-hmm. in uh, the field or the topic that they are writing mm-hmm. about. Mm-hmm. And they cannot have a business and, you know, try to make it an ad, a free ad. Gotcha. So if they have expert knowledge in a topic, we are, you know, we, are wel- we welcome that and we'll consider publishing it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, while we're on that topic, how would someone do that? How would they request to write an article or advertise in the publication? And I assume that the advertising is the same way. Are you, are you full or there, is there room for more advertising slots? And to answer your first question, they can call. They call us. Sometimes mm-hmm. they call me or my assistant, or they find us online. They email us with the request, and um, they the advertisers can. Well, we send the information out. We have a waiting list right now of forty-seven advertisers. Wow. Yes. That's a nice because problem. <laughs> it is a nice problem to have. We could increase the ads, but we don't want that to outweigh the content, like I okay. mentioned earlier. Um, so we do put them on a waiting list if they choose to be on it. And um, the reason we have a waiting list is because many, I would say 75% of our advertisers continue to advertise with us year after year. Wow. Wow. You mentioned telephone, email, website. Can you give us those, that contact information? How how can folks get up up with you? Yes. Um, To inquire about the Golden Gazette advertising or submitting an article, they would call the Golden Gazette assistant, Karen Kelly, at 703 324 5633. 
Okay. And is there a, you mentioned email or a website address or, uh, you know, they, if you yeah. They, yes, they can email Karen um, Kelly, Karen.Kelly at FairfaxCounty.gov. Karen with a K, K A R E N dot K E L L Y. No yes. E. Okay. So K E L L Y. Okay. So Karen.Kelly at FairfaxCounty.gov or 703-324-5633. Almost out of time, but a couple of more quick questions for Aretha and Becky here as we kind of wind down this Fairfax 50 plus podcast talking about the uh, Golden Gazette newspaper, which I certainly hope if you're listening to this podcast that you're subscribed to. But if they're not, would they follow this same telephone number, email address, website to sign up? How, how can I start getting the Golden Gazette if I'm not getting it? They can call Karen at that phone number or email her, or they can go to our website, for, which is for older adult services, and they will find the Golden Gazette there, and they can actually sign up at that website. Mm. Okay, fairfaxcounty.gov slash older adults. Okay, yes, that's and correct. sign up for the Golden Gazette there. Interesting, though, it sounds like the population that's reading the Golden Gazette prefers it in print. So I'm wondering, do you get more phone calls versus emails and online kind of inquiries and subscriptions? I guess, I guess again, another stereotypical type question. The intended audience or the folks that are reading it are more comfortable with, with print and a telephone call versus electronic? Yes. The readership of the Golden Gazette prefers the written copy so they can have it in hand. That was one of our questions in our last survey, which format they enjoy reading it, email, at that time it was online, or the print copy. Mm -hmm. And they definitely prefer the print copy. About 85% of the readers do not use wow. a computer regularly. Wow. Wow. Wow, that's high. That's, that's a lot. High. Yeah. So, so the future of the publication, going to continue we, print or other things in the future that you can talk about? We will definitely continue to print the Golden Gazette. Um, it is available by email. <clears throat> we have about a thousand um, people who receive it through email hmm. and it, was, it is going to continue and hopefully we'll get better and better. Mm -hmm. Final thoughts from each of you as, as we look to kind of celebrate the 40th year of this publication and hopefully 40 and plus many more down the road. Uh, you mentioned you've got an advertiser's waiting list, but you still want to keep content heavier than, than ads. Is there a thought of increasing it to 36 pages or 48 pages, and that way you can have more advertisers but still have more content? I mean, Yes, there absolutely has been much discussion about increasing the size of the Golden Gazette, yeah, okay. which would allow for more of both. More of both, yeah. Okay, well, thanks maybe to look forward to in the, in the years, yes, the years to so. come. Okay. Talking about the, the Golden Gazette, looking back, looking forward. Uh, Becky, a former editor of the Golden Gazette, uh, final thoughts from you about the publication or your time working on it before we wrap up? Well, it was, it was something that I, I really... Uh, enjoyed doing. I mean, there were difficulties with production mostly, right. uh, but there were a lot of other things too. One thing was we used to, I used to get a lot of calls about people looking for services that had nothing to do with the Golden Gazette, but had to do with the county because mm. they didn't know where to get it. So we got a lot of calls, a lot of getting out a lot of information, just talking to people who didn't know where, uh, you know, where, where to go. Right. Uh, so that part was interesting. And I think these seniors are pretty interesting. Um, this group, uh, and they've been very, very good to us, I think, in uh, complimenting us and encouraging and mm. that sort of thing. So I really enjoyed my 20 years yeah. with the county. Interesting. Cool. Retha, final thought from you before we wrap it up. I've enjoyed my years with the county very much, 
And I just want to mention that our, many of our readers donate, make donations to the Golden Gazette. Oh, interesting. They wow. voluntarily make donations. Wow, they like they, it that much. Yeah. They do. And that's very rewarding. That 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 that's got to make you feel. Both of you make you feel great. Absolutely. Yeah, I think that's a great note to end on too. A valuable publication that, by someone taking that step to make a donation to the publication, shows mm-hmm. its worth. And and that's got to be a good feeling to work on something that that yes, that has that is. that has that impact. Retha Lockhart and Becky Adams with us on Fairfax 50 Plus podcast today. Thanks to both of them for being here and thanks to you for listening. And uh, please share this podcast with friends and family and uh, help us uh, increase the audience and share this valuable information. And if you need to get more information on county services and recreation for older adults, you can call 703-324-7948. The TTY number is 711. Or you can go online to fairfaxcounty.gov slash olderadults. And when you're on that web page, you can sign up for the Golden Gazette newspaper if you're not already subscribed, as well as sign up for Fairfax 50 Plus e-news. Thanks for listening again to Fairfax 50 Plus, a podcast produced twice monthly by the Fairfax County Virginia Government.